Cities Against COVID-19 Global Summit 2020, hosted by the city of Seoul, kicked off yesterday uh, with its pre-summit day. Starting from today, uh, we've had uh, experts and mayors from around the globe set to join us. Uh, for the summit to discuss various aspects of the COVID-19 pandemic uh, from uh, sharing quarantine best practices to discussing uh, what the world looks like after the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So today, we are inviting one of the guests uh, from the CAC Summit who will be discussing quarantine efforts with other major cities that have successfully uh, dealt with the pandemic. Pleased to have joining us Research Associate Professor at the Institute of Health and Environment of Seoul National University and a former epidemiologist at USCDC, Dr. Tak Sang-woo on the line. Hello. Hi, Mr. Shin. How are you? I'm doing great, Dr. Tak. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, I understand that it is a busy time, so we appreciate you uh, joining us uh, for this interview. Uh, Overall, um, how would you assess, uh, since this is a City of Seoul-hosted event, and maybe it is a little bit of patting ourselves on the back, but uh, what would you say uh, Seoul City's response to the pandemic has been like? Yes, of course. Um, first of all, I want to emphasize that Seoul City has been transparent in releasing the information on COVID-19 to the public in a uh, you know, timely manner. I, I think this kind of transparency definitely helps promote the civility among the citizens we need to fight this disease. And I think this was possible because there was a trust already between the citizens and the government that has been established over the past years. And Seoul as a city had learned a a lot of lessons during the MERS outbreak in 2015. And I think this experience had a significant impact on how to mobilize the limited resources in dealing with the public health emergency like COVID-19 pandemic. It's almost as if, um, you know, everyone involved in the response to this pandemic already knew what to do and how to do it. It's incredible to see how the collective knowledge really helps the government come up with the flexible and creative ways to curb this outbreak. And what, in your view, uh, would be some of the the key things that uh, the city of Seoul could share to uh, other cities and countries around the world, uh, especially during this forum, uh, Cities Against COVID-19 Global Summit 2020? Yes, you know, city was able to mobilize a lot of, you know, workforce to deal with this sort of, um, you know, suspects and suspected cases, because we only see the confirmed cases, but you know, one confirmed case may have, you know, involved a lot of numerous, you know, suspected cases. To quarantine and isolate the suspected cases, we also need people to work on that. So that kind of prompt response to, um, you know, such an outbreak is really critical. In terms of all these cities around the world, very diverse, uh, have their own unique characteristics, uh, different cultures, e- economic structures. Uh, can you uh, explain how uh, there could be global solidarity uh, among the uh, cities? And this is a two-part question, but if there is this internet, uh, international network of cities uh, uh, to be formed uh, to combat infectious diseases, how would such a network take shape? Well, you know, during this pandemic, we often say we are in this together. Suppose that we are in a you know village living together. One day, my kids become sick, and as parents, we take care of our children and let others know and share the limited but useful knowledge with the neighbors. And, you know, we tell them how to prepare for if their kids get sick. You know, we also ask them if they need any help, you know, such as running an errand and doing some yard work for them. 
know, while they are taking care, you know, their kids. This is what we do as a human being and social animal. I think, you know, we know it is important because, you know, our kids are going to play together with their kids after all. So I think that's what this global summit is all about, you know, helping each other so that we, you know, as mankind can continue to live together in harmony. It's obviously not a, a one-way direct uh, kind of communication where it's just about soul sharing everything and, and saying that uh, we're great and this is how you guys can learn from us. I, I understand you're going to be discussing quarantine efforts uh, uh, that have been undertaken by other cities, including L.A., Berlin, Sydney, right. Hokkaido, and Beijing. Do you feel that there are some specific things other cities around the world uh, that have done that could be useful or applied to the city of Seoul? You know, one of the talks you know that I look forward to hearing in more detail is about the um, outreach program that LA in, in California has implemented to help homeless people by seeking out and ask them to test for COVID-19. You know, homeless people who are you know, temporarily off the grid are actually hard to locate because of that reason and their underlying conditions. They become the most vulnerable population in an urban setting. So the city has worked with the local NGOs to reach out to those people so they don't have to go through all the hoops to even get tested. So the lessons learned in this experience you know, can be very useful for in cities like Seoul as well. I also want to uh, discuss your uh, former experience at uh, U.S. Uh, CDC. Uh, you were an epidemiologist there. And uh, just maybe just some frank opinions of as what you are observing in the U.S. So they've struggled with the uh, the pandemic rollout. Uh, there have been some accusations that uh, perhaps the CDC has uh, been muzzled uh, as of uh, lately. Right. They have not been allowed to give uh, daily briefings. Uh, they used to be considered basically the gold standard for the rest of the world to follow in terms of combating uh, these kind of uh, global health crises, uh, and, and I'm, I'm imagining that you are still in touch with some of your former uh, colleagues there. Uh, do, do you share some of the concerns that have been reported upon uh, how the uh, U.S. CDC right now is in right now? Oh, yes, I do, of course. And, you know, uh, they have been frustrated by you know, the, the this dormancy of the um, actions that the government should it should have been so, you know, you know, and we're talking about not just any epidemiologist, we are talking about trained field epidemiologists, you know, they're the ones who are in the front line and deal with the public. So, in terms of the US CDC uh, being or having been the gold standard, and how there has been so much praise uh, given to the KCDC uh, uh, under the leadership of. Chang Eun Gyeong, what do you think the Korean government, in terms of their efforts to continuously uh, boost up the KCDC, now make it a, an indep- the movement to, to try to make this now an independent right. administrative body uh, in the U.S.? Um, uh, there are still things that can be learned both ways. Of course, and like we say, you know, you know, it takes a whole village to raise a child. I think it takes a whole country to train a field epidemiologist to be, um, you know, operational and you know, ultimately play a leading role in a situation like this. It means that not only Korea CDC commits to its maximum capacity to bring up talented people, but also other agencies like Environmental Agency and Ministry of Food and Drug Safety, they should join the program as well so that our field epidemiologists could develop you know, all the senses for addressing you know, public health problems and become the effective public health leaders in this country. Right. That's well, what I think. 
Dr. Taka, we definitely appreciate your time. We wish you the best of luck uh, in this upcoming summit and hopefully have you back on uh, to discuss uh, further at a later date. Thank you so much. Anytime. Thank you.